are back for another episode of Too Many Men. It is Tony, Zach, Tom, John, and Eric. This is the crew, minus Tom, of course, because he will be in school that day, that will be attending Yankees, Astros, May 6th, Yankee Stadium, so I can yell at every single Astros player. I'm not even that big of a baseball fan. I just want to yell at some people on the Astros because they are awful. They are. They've earned it. Yeah, they have coming, I'll tell you. I I said we bring a banner of some sort or make a sign making fun of them. Yes. Yes. We have to. Now you're thinking ahead. Listen, I I wouldn't go as far as what the Angels fans did and dressed up as Oscar the Grouch. No, yeah. Well, yeah, we should do something creative like that. Let's get on TV. Let's get out there. And they will show us. Yeah, they they will. will. Uh, I was thinking... Because there's been blow up garbage cans and just people taking normal garbage cans from the stadium and throwing them on the goddamn field. (laughs) So, like, we have to do something. That's for sure. We got to think about it. Zach, you also got to think of it. That's Oakland. They really don't have the garbage cans. Hey, the the Angels, too. uh, Their fans did it. Well, I mean, mean, who brings the inflatable garbage can? I didn't know there was. Yeah, I was going to say, I've (laughs) never seen an inflatable garbage can anyway. So that was odd. But he could have just painted. I don't know. It was weird. Now, so we're- we also want to preface this. Tony's the only Yankee fan that's going to be going out of the oh, yeah. So I'm wearing my Mets jersey. <laughs> Why? People wear Yankees jerseys to Mets jerseys. What's the that's difference? because we're superior to you. No, that's no. the difference. No, there's no difference. The other thing is Tony can attest to this. I mean, that may be true, but it's okay. I have seen way too many Rangers jerseys at just a random Devils game during the yeah. People so wear Diamondbacks jerseys yeah. or any team randomly at random stadiums. So I'm going to wear my Mets jersey. I, I still remember that stretch a couple of years ago in the NBA where it would be just like a meeting of the Bulls and Suns and you just see that random dude in the Warriors jersey. Just yeah. Just, like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, see the Laker jerseys everywhere. This, oh, is yeah. only the, this is only the second time I've been to Yankee Stadium. Really? I think I've, I, I've, I've only been there twice as well. I've only it's ever good. been to Yankee Stadium with John. This could be my second time too. I only I go to Yankee that was, your first time. that was my first time. That Yankee Mariner game was my first time at Yankee Stadium. It was my second mm-hmm. Yankee game, but my first time at Yankee Stadium. Because Zach and I went to go see Mets Yankees at City. Oh yeah. Like 2013 or something. Yeah, I forgot what year exactly. We yeah. were what two rows off yeah, uh, two third rows base. off the field. Yeah. Yeah, it You're was welcome, awesome. by the way. Tony, you parking in that parking lot that you parked in last time? Yeah. No. <laughs> no. And that I'll give you- that baseball you got too. Yeah. I'll give I'll give you the reason yeah, that baseball I got to <laughs> I'll give I'll give you the reason why I parked in that shitty parking lot next to Yankee Stadium not even next to it was like four streets over four streets over from the stadium last time I went that's because I drove John's car to the stadium oh so you didn't give a fuck <laughs> no not at all let me find the that worst car- let me find the worst parking lot in the Bronx and just park John's car in there. The, the parking lot I parked in was a, it was the only car in the lot. B, it leaked the, the garage. Yeah. And C, their only line of security was one dude and st- standing yeah. in the entrance Listen, dude, who I'm, really I'm, didn't care that we were there. I'm pretty sure Bruce Wayne's parents were murdered next to that lot. Like, <laughs> Wow, really? Little known He's, facts. Yeah. So we're going to talk a little baseball a little later in the show. We'll talk some Tony, NHL trade deadline. I, I hate, I hate to, uh, to burst your bubble, but Montreal just scored again. 
with two minutes to We're go. We're going to talk some baseball later in the show. <laughs> we'll talk a little NHL trade deadline. Thanks a lot to the Toronto Maple Leafs tonight. Uh, I had a parlay. It was an odds boost on FanDuel. It was Austin Matthews to score and the Toronto Maple Leafs to win. And Austin Matthews held up his end of the bargain. He scored. Thanks a lot, Jack Campbell. Couldn't have made it 11 straight. Before we get to anything else, though, I want to talk Masters. And I want to talk about the man who puts the sham in DeChambeau, Bryson DeChambeau, who for the second straight time I bet on to win the Masters. At least this time he made the cut, but he came in like 39th. He didn't play too well. No. Didn't play too well. That's an interesting way to describe the man (laughs) who said par on this course for me is 67. Excuse me? Dude, you can't say that and not touch 70. Yeah, no, that's true. I didn't know he said that. What did he say that? He said that last Masters. Oh, my God. Best part was I get a text from Tony. Or I text him at like Thursday at probably noon. And I'm like, hey, who are you going to win the Masters this year? He goes, I'm not betting. I'm staying away. And I talked to him Saturday. I go, he's still not betting. He goes, yeah, I changed my mind. I put a bunch of money on DeChambeau when he says. (laughs) DeChambeau tied for 46th. Shot a three over on Sunday to bring his tournament total up to five over. Jeez. Damn. You know what I heard is that the Masters is tougher, uh, like, because they played it in the fall last year. They said that playing it in the spring is a lot tougher than in the fall. Well, here's the thing. I got sucked in a lot to a Phil Mickelson video that came out, like, two or three years ago. Like, they, they, they count most of the uh, courses in the PGA circuit. And there's only one course where hitting farther drives equates to a lower score, and that is Augusta National. Who hits the ball the furthest? Bryson DeChambeau. Apparently, can't do anything else than that. See, you could hit it far, but those fairways are very tough. He probably he probably wasn't hitting a lot of fairways. If you're in those Still, woods, it's tough. He's the type of player where he doesn't hit the fairway a lot to begin with. His play from the first cut or the second cut is better than most other golfers. It's just the man cannot put it together at Augusta. I uh, Stage is too big for him, maybe. He won the U.S. Open. Listen, that ain't Augusta National. Uh, <laughs> Dustin Johnson didn't do great either. No, he had a good first day, and then it just yeah. never came back. Well, let's let's talk about the real guy Hideki Matsuyama baby oh yeah I love this I I do too but I'd say Zalatoris is a bigger story yeah Will Zalatoris too but I like Hideki Matsuyama the first Japanese winner of the Masters right or is that of any major no I I think it was any major any major I I love that I love the picture from 10 years ago where Hideki Matsuyama was the low amateur at the at the Masters that weekend Mm mm-hmm it was just perfect for Hideki Matsuyama. We were finished, scared that he was going to finish on the Sunday. He finished one over in round four and still finished 10 under for the tournament. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. It was getting close at the end. Uh, Will Zalatoris, 24 years old, clearly has a future, bright future. Two under round four, finished nine under for the tournament. It was a good tournament. It was did a good, see, good round. Did you see what happened to Xander Shoffley? Yeah, that triple bogey cost him six hundred. Yeah, yeah, it was six thousand dollars, something like that. Yeah, 
that sucks. That's a, I mean, to play all, all like very consistent all weekend and then have to that what's what was it, the 16th hole? Yeah. Send you back a half a not million even, dollars. Not even consistent because you can be consistent and average. He was consistently good. Yeah. For how many how many holes? Was it, 72? It was, he was, it was consistently good holes. for 69 holes. Yeah. It was, and, and it, that's what shows you how hard golf is because you can, you could play well for three straight days and you could be on the last hole and get and a 15 lose and lose over half a million dollars. Yeah. On a triple bogey. And it's not even like if he would have double bogeyed it, he still would have won more money. Yeah. But he had kudos. a chance to win too. Yeah. Because he, I didn't, Matsuyama was minus 10. If he made, if he didn't triple or was it triple bogey, right? If he didn't triple bogey that, he would have been. Around ten. If he would have parred, he would have been ten under. Yeah, so he would have had a chance to win. Kudos to Hideki Matsuyama, though. That picture of his caddy bowing to the course. Yeah, that was awesome. The eighteen. That is yeah. one of the coolest pictures in golf. Now, I love that. I am a huge fan of that. You have no idea. All right, Zach, the floor is yours. Oh, You're two and three. Nuts. You're two and three. What's happening? Listen, it's been a tough two days, man. Um. Without the uh, without the games, we, we've been really screwed at the beginning of the season because we didn't get the first opening series versus Washington. Then we finally played, and we sucked against Philly. We, I think well, I forgot we won the middle game out of the three game series. It, it's been rough. I don't like Rojas' decision making. The bullpen sucks already, and Diaz Diaz is a, a, a bright side at least. I don't, uh, I'm actually looking at the stats. It's funny. They have Almora here and first position, it just says X. <laughs> so I don't know what that means, but it's just X. Uh, DeGrom also, I feel very bad for DeGrom. <laughs> he's going to, he's probably going to leave if they don't start scoring for him. If and he had any sense, he wouldn't have signed that extension. Well, that's the thing. He has the opt out in 2022. So it really didn't matter, you know? And like, it, it, <laughs> If they go think- a whole another season without scoring, I guarantee you he leaves. Mm. If we he have was- another shitty season, I I don't know, man. I don't think he wants. He wants imagine it. imagine Garrett Cole is the two and Jacob Degrom is the one. No, that wouldn't happen. <laughs> what if it does? What would you do? Would I see you again? <laughs> I don't think I'd see you again. Yeah, that I'd might pro- be it for you. Well, there's. Well, I'd probably have to go out into the well, woods and end yeah, it all. Yeah. <laughs> imagine, imagine Trevor Bowers the three, Clayton Kershaw. Oh, oh that's one. that's good. No. That'd be even worse. That's painful. Or don't put or, that out there. The big, <laughs> yeah. the big, the really good one. Imagine you Darvish is the three, Blake Snell's the two, and Jacob Degrom is the one. Oh my god! That would uh, be I I got one. Hey Zach, imagine Jacob Degrom in any uniform that's not a Mets uniform. <laughs> <laughs> All of it would be bad because he has literally said in interviews several times that he would love to stay here his entire career. He loves he loved what happened with David Wright and like he was there for all that. So he wants that. But if we can't score, I don't blame him for leaving. Hey, it just is a little. It is a damn shame that Tom Seaver didn't finish his entire career with Mets. Yeah. Just a little thing, Zach. You know what, what? I think he would like more? Than what? the whole thing, than the whole David Wright send off. I know what you're about to say. A, a ring. fucking ring. I know. 
And that's or, the problem. Or just some run support. I don't really know. <laughs> I think the run support, the fact that he yeah. didn't even, he didn't, when in that interview, when he said, oh yeah, the thing that eats at me the most is that fastball that I let up uh, in the first or second inning to let up a home run. Jazz yet, chism, baby. Yeah, the, the entire day, against. they had men on first and third in the first inning and could not score with zero, with zero outs. And then they had like proceeded to have bases loaded in three other innings and could not do anything. So, like, he just might have to just leave the team. I don't know. Zach, I've <laughs> never seen you as upset after a win after the Conforto hit by pitch. That was absurd. Because just oh, as I had a minus one and a half. As a, Shut up. <laughs> listen, all right, that I was mad about. Just because that day as well, they had bases loaded in several innings and could not score. It should have been a six to two game. We shouldn't have been that close. And then I did not like that he leaned. He leaned into that pitch, and that was terrible. Now you learn to just this. take these things as they come, Zach, because you're not getting many of these. I don't think Conforto's earned his extension the way he's been playing this year. No way, but it, it's early. Yeah. Oh, I wish you guys would have extended him before the season. Because imagine we've he signs that extension. Un- we've had an unorthodox like start to the season. Like, imagine he signs why, that extension. Why, why, why. I, I understand. I understand. Listen, like, just imagine that he signs that extension before the season, and this is how he starts off five games in. You guys would be gunning for him at City I'm, Field. I'm, gl- I'm glad he did not. They, the Mets didn't pursue him, like, for right away in the spring training because, like, this is his year to prove himself. He wasn't amazing the last three years. I mean, he was. He was pretty good. But, like, hitting-wise, he, he was on uh, Lindor. As, exactly. And you have to focus on Lindor. Yeah. He's a beast. You Have you seen some of the plays he's made, Tony? He's a beast out there. Yeah, what's he done with the bat? With the bat? Listen, dude, I'm not worried about it. What I do think you think he'll Jacob come around. DeGrom would have him rather do? <laughs> yeah, I think he would rather hit. But I don't know. I mean, Jacob even DeGrom him, can handle himself. He even had uh, Lindor going up to David Peterson on his start last week when he was having a bad outing. He walked up and started giving him advice. Like, what the hell? How does Lindor know? <laughs> why is why is Lindor giving him advice? Degrom should be weird. going over there. It feels weird seeing Andres Jimenez play. Not Andres Jimenez. Ahmed Rosario play center field in Cleveland. Oh, I forgot. They, he's in center, right? Yeah, he's in center. I haven't seen him yet. I got to watch a game. Is he is he better? I've, have you watched him at all? I have not. Um, I'm gonna look at his stats. Yeah, I'm just gonna look at that. So I think they want to play Jimenez a short. Yeah. Uh, baseball reference. But it's just, it's frustrating, especially tomorrow, a doubleheader. And well, I know for a fact, we're not going to score in either one of those seven inning games. Four no, hits. you'll get at least one run. Don't do uh, that. Four hits and 16 at-bats for Rosario. Uh, well, he's already better than half the Mets team, so. Jimenez has four <laughs> hits and 21 at-bats. All right, let's see. Let's see how many hits we got. The most hits on the team right now. Conforto, all right, Conforto's got three hits. Not terrible. Smith has four. McDeal has one. Alonzo has four. Everybody else has, like, no hits. Guillaume has hits. What, What, Tony? (laughs) You got all these players who are supposed to be doing more. You know how we just traded, the Yankees just traded for Odor? Yeah. You know he had the game-winning RBI last night? Why, (laughs) dude, you could throw any like Joe Schmo in the MLB onto the Yankees and he'll fucking start. Zach is in connection. Really it comes right out. God. <laughs> I'll say this though. It's not been an ideal start for the Yankees either. They're winning right now. Okay. It's April. 
It's, I mean, it's early. Yeah, there's a lot of baseball yeah. to go. Yeah, but it's different for you because you guys are usually good early. Hey, listen, if this means that it's a change of pace where we'll it's start not what it slow means. and then we get really good and finish strong, I'll be happy with that. Yeah, uh, it's the opposite, Mets. We're going to go undefeated in June. <laughs> right. It's like the Devils when they start off October. They're like, oh, my God, we're really good, and it just falls apart. Yeah. It's like the Yankees are better at you than you at, like, most positions. Like, yeah, you could they, throw any one of their minor league players up onto the major league team, like, and they let, would wait, produce. Let, let's let's go, let's go, let's do it. All starting right. pitcher, I'll give you Degrom over Cole. Okay, I'll give you basically every starting pitcher. Wait, who's your two? Stroman, Stroman, and Stroman, he's decent. Yeah, so was Kluber though. Yeah, I'd give you Kluber over Stroman, but and then I you got you got the rest. You, but if you want to give. Ass. If you want to give me uh, Syndergaard as the two, because once he comes back, he will be the two. Maybe. You don't know. He probably won't I like Walker. I really like Taiwan Walker a lot. I, I do, too. His stuff was electric. That pickoff in the first inning, uh, I love watching him hit him pitch. He's very methodical with what he does. It's really cool. All right, let's go first base. Obviously, it's going to be yeah. the Mets. Yeah. I'd even really? take second base, too. Ooh, wait, who do the Yankees have at second base? Whoa, 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 whoa. Let's do first base first. Why? Because you were glossing over the man who led the AL in home runs last year. Okay. Lay it Luke on me. Voigt. Luke Voigt? I'm giving I mean, you Pete Alonzo. But, hey, he did right. lead the AL in home Listen, runs. Listen, I'm not year. saying he was bad. I'm just saying Alonzo is a, a better player. And maybe defensively, Voigt is probably a little bit better. But we'll have to see after Listen, this year. Jay Bruce is currently playing first for the Yankees. He is terrible. Oh, yeah, he's bad. He Welcome is atrocious. Experience. Yeah, it's like, not fun. I think they're moving LeMahieu over to first and playing Odor at second. But I feel like it's, it's not a bad choice. Jay Bruce is terrible. He's, he's right. awful. Second base. Uh, we have McNeil. Who's your second base? That's LeMahieu, right? Yeah, it's LeMahieu. Yeah, I'd give you, obviously. And I'm giving you shortstop. Yeah, Lindor. Yeah, over Gliber Torres. Gliber Torres is not a shortstop. No, he shouldn't. Be. He should be at second base. Yeah, but then the, the, the Yankees infield is tough because you don't want to take out Urshela and you don't want to take out LeMahieu. Yeah. And LeMahieu can play. LeMahieu can play anywhere. He's played first this year, and he should be with uh, with what's his name out, Luke Voigt. And I've surprised. heard they, they, they're interested in Trevor Story. Oh, that'd but be that just, that, that's just another body in the infield and you're out yeah. of space. And you don't, yeah, you don't have a lot of room on that lineup. Yeah. You got a power hitter after power hitter on the Yankees lineup. Yeah. And then, uh, so I'm giving you Lindor. You can take uh, third base. We don't even have a solid third baseman right at the moment. JD yeah, Davis is hurt. Ours is Gio Urshela. Yeah. Who is I, 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 about I, I, as defensive as they come. Yeah. Uh, catcher. Uh, Listen, this I would say one. I would say Gary Sanchez, but Kyle Higashioka has hit two home runs tonight for the New York Yankees. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Listen, McCann's good defensively. He's got a really good arm, though. I rem- I remember. So does Sanchez. Sanchez remember, is bad defensively. I remember last year that people wanted Gary Sanchez's head on a they did. ladder. Yes, they did. Yeah. Uh, if, if I guess I'd it, give you if, catcher. If he, if he gets it clean. You cannot steal on Gary Sanchez. Yeah, no. I'd give you catcher just because I don't. I haven't seen enough of James McCann behind the plate to really uh, uh, tell you. 
Outfield is interesting because the Yankees cycle a lot. Same with the Matt side. side. Who's your, how many outfielders do you got? Uh, good amount. Six? Yeah, six, I think. I'm trying to see all positions. The Yankees got one, two, three, four. We might only have four. Let's go left field. Who's your left fielder? Uh, Dom Smith. Ours is Clint Frazier. I, honestly, I, I want to say Dom Smith. I'd rather yeah, have Dom so Smith. do I. I haven't seen enough from Frazier yet. Who's your center fielder? It seems uh, like Frazier's in Nimmo. every trade rumor, too. He's been in every trade room for the last three years. Nimmo's your center fielder? Yeah. Ours is Aaron Hicks, who uh, cannot hit. Boone Nimmo's, keeps putting him in the three-hole, and he cannot hit. Nimmo's a decent hitter. He's very good uh, leading off. He's very good at hitting that opposite field down the corner. I see that all the time. I know Eric knows what I'm talking about. Yeah. But, uh, Hicks is a good defensive center fielder, but he can't swing the bat for shit. I think Nimmo has a chance to get a gold glove at some point. He, he right, makes I'll, some I'll decent you, plays. I'll give you center. Who's your right fielder? That's Conforto. Okay, ours is Aaron Judge. I feel like that one you'd have to give. Eh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Judge is better judge. defensively. The, the better is, defensively and more clutch. Yeah, the thing is, though, Judge has the health issues. Yeah. Yes, he does. And then when he doesn't play, it's Brett Gardner in any of those positions. Who's serviceable? Who's a very serviceable fourth outfielder? And then uh, behind that, it's just it's Stanton's the next one. Yeah, you have a better Stanton doesn't doesn't play the field anymore. Stan hasn't played right in two years. We have Pilar. I don't. I don't. I don't know. You have Kevin Pilar. Uh, Yeah, and VR. I forgot. uh, Jonathan VR is not Jonathan VR. Yeah, he sucks. He's not good. I'm sorry. I don't like either of them, and I hated the decision to have Pilar lead off on opening day. Have you ever seen that interview a couple years ago with uh, Nelson Cruz? And he's like, I don't bring my glove to practice anymore because I know they're not going to have me in the field. Oh, no, I didn't. That's what Stanton does. (laughs) (laughs) So we're close. It's just we're the Yankees and you're not. Yeah. (laughs) That's what it comes down to. Both are in stacked divisions, too. Yeah, Philly's actually looking a lot better than I thought. (laughs) I don't know. I still don't know about any of the teams in the AL East. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know with Boston. The Rays can go either way. Yeah, Boston can go either way. The Rays, it's... outside of, was it? Who's their Who's their ace? Uh, Tampa? S- no, isn't it? Uh... Oh, my God. Oh, man. I'm going to look right now. I forget. I'm blanking. The Orioles are nothing. Oh, Glass now. Glass, yeah. yeah Tyler yeah. Glass now. Uh, outside of him, the pitching is like... Archer's hurt now too for them. Yes, I, saw Michael, I saw Michael Walker pitching the other day. Oh yeah, thank, I was watching thank that. Thank God, thank God he came in. He handed the Yankees that victory yeah. the other night. <laughs> oh man, good thing he's not on the Mets anymore. The Orioles aren't good. Well, they'll they'll never be good. Is Springer gonna play for the Blue Jays? Uh, he hasn't yet. He not will yet. eventually. Probably oh, about May, June. Imagine yeah. if he signed with the Mets and he got hurt, the media would have a oh, it, yeah, it would have been Mets. terrible for him. Uh, <laughs> the Red Sox, I don't know. It's just early. Yeah. And if you're better, teams are usually shittier early. You know. I would have been screaming. Uh, Mets like would have been its normal 
uh, team uh, if they had Springer or not Springer. Uh, yeah, if they had Springer and he got injured, they just paid him all that money and he gets injured. Albert Dady Martinez looks good in Boston. He does. Which is good for them. They really needed him to continue what he was doing up there. They needed him to hit home runs. That's really what he's paid for. All right. Let's move to the National Hockey League trade deadline before we end the show with John Gallietta draft analysis. John, that's how we're ending the show today. We get to talk talk about Sammy. The fun fun stuff in the National Hockey League started last night with the Boston Bruins making a trade with their division rival, the Buffalo Sabres, as they acquired forward Taylor Hall and Curtis Lazar for a second-round pick in Anders Bjork. That doesn't fix anything. I'll say it. You got a former Hart Trophy winner, and I'm not 100% sure you got better, Bruins. Is that what you wanted to hear, Bruins fan base? Most likely not. I'll tell you that that's, that's the way it is. The Taylor Hall trade saga was an adventure. Let me just say that. To say the least. Because we didn't know who that third team was. We knew it was the Islanders, and we knew it was the Bruins. We didn't know who that other team was. Yeah. And then it was revealed after the trade that the third team was Washington, who we'll get to, because they made they some, made some interesting moves. Not sure they got better either. So Taylor Hall goes to Boston, and apparently there's a rumor going around that he refused to go to the Islanders. Which is interesting, because they're in a position to win now. I think they're in a better position than Boston. And apparently Kevin Adams is saying like his hand was forced to go to Boston. Yeah, because he was basically singled out to just Boston because of Taylor Hall's no movement clause. See, I'm not I don't think also, it could have gotten worse for Buffalo the way No, it really couldn't have. But at the end of the day, it's basically a free second round pick. You know? Yeah. It he was only gonna resign there if it went really, really well and it, it wasn't. Uh, also, in the wee hours of the morning, Jeff Carter on his way from the Los Angeles Kings to the Pittsburgh Penguins in exchange for a couple of conditional draft picks in 22 and 23. This is your textbook Pittsburgh Penguins move for a depth forward who is clearly over the hill. I was going to say, as long as the first number is three. It's never good when the first thing they're talking about when it comes to a trade is the recapture penalty if the player retires. Never what you want to see from uh, if you're a fan base. Can you imagine if like Carter's just like, yep, I'm out. See ya. I'm Deuces done. Retired. Next, we have the Chicago Blackhawks acquiring Adam Gaudette from the Vancouver Canucks in exchange for Matthew Highmore. Uh, I'm going to be real. Adam Gaudette, not very good. Matthew Highmore, worse. <laughs> what is going on for the Vancouver Canucks? I'm currently hitting their logo with my one iron as I sit here. What why, are they doing? Why do you do this? Why do you do this? Why do you do this? Somebody needs to like cut the phone lines in Jim Benning's office. Can we just he should the- not be allowed to make moves. I saw, I saw an ex-tech tweet. It was like, can we just rotate the clocks a little further? In his so office. They, no deadline. So, oh, I look, think, the deadline passed. He thinks it passed. Good move. No brainer for the Chicago Blackhawks. 
the Edmonton Oilers acquired Dmitry Kulikov from New Jersey in exchange for a conditional fourth-round pick in 2022. That turns into a third if Edmonton wins a playoff series. I feel like Edmonton's getting swept now. Yeah, they almost it, it's almost like locked up that they are getting swept out of the playoffs. <laughs> Uh, they needed a depth defenseman, a good stay-at-home D-man for them, and it was a rental signing for the Devils. Never really fits into the future vision there. Watch Boston miss after getting Hall. That would be great. Colorado gets Carl Soderberg back from the Chicago Blackhawks in exchange for Josh Dickinson and Ryder Ralston. Uh, another depth piece to that dangerous Colorado Avalanche roster. Is that, um, is that Brian's son? I think so. I believe that's Brian Ralston's son. It's a good depth piece. It's somebody yeah. familiar with the organization uh, who's going to help them down the stretch. He's probably going to retire for the end of the year after the yeah, contract. I can see up. that. Another big trade today involving the Columbus Blue Jackets. Not the Columbus Blue Jackets, the Chicago Blackhawks. Uh, Vegas Golden Knights acquire Matthias mm-hmm. Yanmark and defenseman Nick DeSimone. DeSimon? Oh, and a fifth <laughs> from Chicago. From Chicago and San Jose for a second-round pick in 21, a third-round pick in 22, and San Jose receives a fifth-round pick, being the team that brokered the money in the deal. The We've rich been this. get richer. The way San Jose has been doing this and the way Detroit did it with Savard, that should not be allowed. <laughs> no, you should not be allowed to be a team who just holds money. And, and that's, that's it. Yeah, that's for it. But Vegas acquires another defenseman just to add to their depth on the back end that they're going to need if they plan oh, on beating yeah. the Colorado Avalanche in a seven-game series. It's a big center. It's a it's the center they needed. And apparently, they might get Krebs back before uh, for the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, the Carolina Hurricanes put Hayden Flurry on the block yesterday, keeping him out of their game last night. He is going to Anaheim, a good young defenseman for a young Anaheim team. I like the move for the Ducks. We should have done that. Yeah, the Devils should have. There was no move. Uh, there was no room for Flurry in in Carolina, unfortunately. I think he has the potential to be a very good defenseman. Uh, he just needs minutes. It's as simple as that. And he wasn't getting any. No. Uh, the Florida Panthers acquired Sam Bennett and a sixth from Calgary in exchange for Emil Heineman and a second-round pick. That's a great they, move for Calgary. They basically got the same that buffalo did for taylor hall Hall. yeah great move for calgary i don't hate the move for florida either uh another depth piece in the team that looks primed to at least attempt to make a run here gonna be tough because they'll be matched up with either tampa bay or carolina in the first round of the playoffs i know tom is high on the florida panthers but that's going to be a tough series for them uh because goaltending i believe goes to both of the the opponents they needed to make a move though florida did yeah. Well, let's talk about a team that they also signed Nikita Gusev, which is another depth piece. Let's talk about a team that did, did some questionable things today. The Washington Capitals first acquired Michael Roffle from the Philadelphia Flyers in exchange for a 2021 fifth. And Philly is retaining 25% of Roffle's salary. I get this. This depth piece, that's okay. I'm fine with that. Okay, now where's the Mantha trade? <laughs> so I, I know it off the top of my head, if you want. Go ahead. Uh, Washington got Mantha for Jacob Vrana, Richard Ponick, a 22 first, 
and a 21 second. Now, a young piece to fit in to that Washington lineup. He recently signed a four-year extension in Detroit. Um, he recently this is interesting. He signed a four-year extension and immediately wanted out. Yeah, I saw stuff from around the league that GMs were upset that they didn't fully know that Mantha was on the block in Detroit. I don't think he was until... Until that came along. Out of nowhere. came in with that. The biggest deal of deadline day. By and far. We was, and we thought it was going to be boring. Yeah, it was just... It, it's not a rental. It's just a move that comes out of nowhere. I, was is Jacob was Jacob Verona going to be the make or break piece for the Stanley Cup? Probably not for Washington. I don't hate Anthony Mantha. I believe he has a lot of potential. But it seems excessive. It does. It almost seems like making a move for a name just for the sake of making a move for a name. And poor poor Verona. He's got to go from Washington to Detroit. Same with Ponick. Yeah. Well, Richard Ponick's been a scratch the last couple of games. Yeah, it's been, it's been tough for him there. But that that is deadline day in a nutshell. I wish there was more than one real big move. You couldn't have expected much considering, first of all, pandemic. I told you last night, though. I told you something was going to come out of left field out of nowhere, and there's Anthony Mantha. Yeah, that's not the one I expected. Yeah. All right, John. We are 17 days away from the 2021 NFL Draft. And with the number two selection in the 2021 NFL Draft, you want the New York Jets to select? Zach Wilson. I think, I mean, I feel like in the first two picks in this draft at this point, they're pretty much set the stone. You can write number one, Trevor Lawrence in blood, and you can write uh, Zach Wilson number two pretty much in in ink, I'll say. I don't. I, I wouldn't go so far as to say it's written in blood for Zach Wilson, but it's pretty much looking like that right now. John, you sold. don't. You don't want Fields. I know. Like for for me personally, I like. I'm saying I think the Jets are going to go Wilson. Me, um, I have the perspective. They can't go wrong with either of those two. I think Fields is the number was the number two prospect in, going out of high school. You know, to Trevor Lawrence for a good reason. And I feel like whoever gets him, hopefully San Francisco is going to have a winner on their hands. Let me tell you something. I don't know why you're debating the number three and number four quarterback in this draft when number two is clearly Trey Lance. Talk a lot of shit on my boy. I know so. I know so. You don't think 17 games is uh, not enough of a sample size? Uh, No. I, th- I think it's perfectly fine, John. Huh? I also think he's going to look really good in 49 or gold. I think, listen, I think as long as they don't do Mac Jones at three, they really can't go wrong with Fields or Lance. <laughs> they I can't. Mean, but they can't. that being said, what if they mess up and draft Kyle Trask? <laughs> oh, oh, God. Oh, oh my. Oh, man. Don't like that. Ellen Mon at third overall. Kellen. So you don't expect this to change at all, your perspective, unless something drastic happens here in the next 17 days. As far as Wilson being the pick? Yep. No, I mean, like, in barring some, you know, draft day type of uh, 
story. Laramie Tunsil-esque. Oh, no, no, like, no, yeah, like, uh, or, you know, like, the movie draft day, where, so, like, it turns out that no one went to Zach Wilson's birth party. All oh, right. Uh, I think, I think it's pretty much clear that he's the pick. I mean, he's... I knew that was coming, too. <laughs> I See, mean, at, a, yeah, at 11 I'm... for the New York Giants, uh, I am between three players. Uh, well, I mean... Four, really, I guess. It's either because Sewell's not going to be there. It's either Rashawn Slater, uh, Michael Parsons, Devonta Smith, or Jalen Waddle. Easy. I feel like you guys are in a position where you can actually just pick the best player available, whoever falls to you, because there's going to be that run on quarterbacks in the top 10. So you should at least get. Yeah. I, my, my one, my one, two is. Slater one, Parsons two, and then the wide receivers. And it's going to change. And of course, I have none of those four going to the Giants in my mock. Yeah. But Eric, at 14, you want the Minnesota Vikings to draft Christian Darisaw out of Virginia Tech. I don't think Slater's going to be there. And I know for a fact Panay Sewell's not going to be there. I think it's a fair bet. What about, uh, what's his name? Is it Elijah Vero Tucker? Yeah, I'd rather have Darisaw than Vera Tucker. Honestly, I had Vera Tucker grow into the Bears in my mock. Elijah Vera Tucker's an interesting player. He seems to be flying up draft boards here as we get closer to draft day. It's it's, it's kind of bothering me because I've been hoping that the Jets could stack him with twenty three. You know, really sure. Yeah, I don't. I don't think that's going to happen yeah. at all. Oh yeah, like I've dreamed now. I could see him going like seven in the top seventeen. Yeah. I'm kind of curious, though, based on what you guys were saying. Where do you think the Jets – do you think it's a set in stone number two with uh, Zach Wilson as I think it is? or I have it as Zach Wilson. Yeah, I think 95% chance Zach Wilson. Yeah, that's that's where I'm at. And, I mean, uh, the only other 5% I'm at is if they get some stupid trade offer. And it would have to be really stupid. It, I mean, uh, you're, we already traded Darnold. That, that's the – thing we have to take into account at this point so oh yeah yeah the trade offer i'm thinking of you're getting a quarterback oh okay. some sort yeah. yeah like a current <laughs> proven product or like san fran wants to move up to three you get from three to two i mean i guess if that if if it's only only if it's at that point where you know douglas and Salah are at you know thinking like okay wilson or fields is the pick as long as you get one of the two yeah trade down one yeah. one of them all right, so that that's we're gonna keep touching on that. We're gonna do more draft stuff as the draft gets closer. I plan on bringing a few friends to talk some NFL draft. We know a couple; they've been on here in the past talking draft. Little Jack Osheloff, he'll be on to talk. I know he sympathizes with John, him being a fellow Jets fan, needing a quarterback in the worst way. But uh, that's gonna wrap up this episode. First one in a little bit. We'll be back on Friday. Hope you enjoyed every episode of the Too Many Men Sports Podcast is available wherever podcasts are available. Catch us at Yankees Astros, May 6th. I'll be yelling from the grandstands. Yes, I'll be yelling from the grandstands. We should have a banner that like all four of us have to, like a a banner that all four of us can hold up at once. Also, like a massive one. This is the other thing. It's not like when we were at the Devil's game. You're not going to be able to miss us. No, exactly. If you want to we see will, us, you're going to be. It's going to be. Sp- it's going to be. We spread will out. make ourselves heard. We should, 
And we now should also put our big Too Many Men logo on the sign. Yes. What section we're in is still to be decided. Yes, yeah, that is true. I had, I had a problem with purchasing the tickets today. It put me in a section I did not want. I'm waiting to hear back from Ticketmaster. Shout out to Ticketmaster for having a live chat feature that does not work. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, I had to email him. So it's like so, live and it's like delayed. Oh, it says live and then you enter in the reason we want to talk. And then it says live chat's not available. Please call. And then you call and they say, we're not taking calls. Either email us or live chat. <laughs> the circle. Yeah. So we will see you there May 6th. Uh, catch us on Friday. No episode of Too Many Men. Enjoy the week in sports and we'll see you this weekend.